Support for Off the Path comes from Adelphi University, with over 225 undergraduate, graduate, and continuing ed programs. Adelphi.edu slash extraordinary. The Appalachian Trail stretches more than 2,000 miles from Maine to Georgia, drawing thousands of hikers every year. It was the brainchild of an idealistic forester who drew inspiration from the top of a mountain in Vermont. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. In the summer of 1900, Benton Mackay set off to climb some of the tallest mountains in Vermont. As he put it, he took back roads, cart paths, and bushwhacked through the woods. Six decades later, he wrote about the journey to one of those summits. Here's a reading from his account. We walked up through the trailless woods to the top of Stratton Mountain and climbed trees in order to see the view. It was a clear day with a brisk breeze blowing. North and south, sharp peaks edged the horizon. I felt as if atop the world with a sort of planetary feeling. I seemed to perceive peaks far southward hidden by old Earth's curvature. Would a footpath someday reach them from where I was then perched? Little did I dream. Benton Mackay eventually set in motion the plan to build that footpath decades later. It links Stratton Mountain to the faraway peaks he saw that day, and quite a ways past that, too. It served as an inspiration for him to imagine a trail that could ride the ridge crests and the summits of the entirety of the Appalachians. That's Hawk Matheny with the Appalachian Trail Conservancy. He says Benton Mackay didn't put his idea down in writing until the 1920s. And there was someone else who inspired him, who also hiked Stratton Mountain, a teacher named James Taylor. Same name as the musician, which is essentially the visionary for the Long Trail. The Long Trail is America's oldest long-distance hiking trail. It runs the north-south length of Vermont through the Green Mountains. And the Appalachian Trail follows it for much of its way through Vermont. James Taylor got the idea for the Long Trail in the same spot Mackay did. Also on Stratton Mountain, <laughs> had the realization of, of running a trail across the Green Mountains. It took Taylor 20 years to build the Long Trail. He finished in 1930, while the Appalachian Trail was still being built. Hawk says it was hard work to beat out a trail back then. You know, it's a lot of scouting out. I mean, you try and... Really, the best way to plan is to get a viewpoint where you could envision where the route might be and then go to that point and and try and discern what would be a reasonable route to get up it. Benton Mackay dreamed of a more expansive system for the Appalachian Trail. And he envisioned the idea of an Appalachian Trail where people could recreate and be connected with the land and connected with nature and with one another as a trail society. Today, thousands of people a year try to hike all 2,000 miles of the Appalachian Trail, but only about a quarter of them make it the whole way. And the trail has morphed in the years since it was built. Stratton Mountain is now the home of a ski resort. I took a gondola to the top of the mountain with Alana Coppell of the Appalachian Trail Conservancy. We walked along a rocky trail through the woods, nearly 4,000 feet up toward the summit. There's trout lilies lining the trails. kind of has that piney summer smell to it. Got birds chirping, very peaceful, very quiet up here. A fire tower stands at the top. Hikers line up to climb it and see the view. 
this is one of the busiest spots in southern Vermont. We have the Appalachian Trail and the Long Trail running in tandem. So there's Appalachian Trail through hikers, there's Long Trail through hikers. And also it's just pretty close to some major population centers like Boston. If someone wants to do a fun hike in Vermont, this is one of their closest options. Alana and I climb the fire tower and look out from a little room on top. We get rewarded with a gorgeous panorama. Yeah, we're looking at a sweeping view of southern Vermont. So we can see the Taconic Mountains in Vermont. We can see the White Mountains in New Hampshire. And if it was a little more clear, we could see Massachusetts. But most of what we're seeing is the Green Mountain National Forest. So a lot of trees, a lot of pretty lakes, the Appalachian Trail and the Long Trail kind of span everything we can see right now. Some of Benton Mackay's vision was never realized. He fantasized about small communities along the trail, almost like rustic wilderness survival schools tucked up in the mountains. Hawk Matheny again with the Appalachian Trail Conservancy. This idea of these, these camps where people would come and learn skills like traditional kind of wood skills in an educational environment and be able to stay and work there. And the, the trail would connect these locations. Benton Mackay didn't get everything he wanted. But you can still climb to the top of Stratton Mountain and many other mountains along the trail and feel what Benton called that planetary feeling, as if you're literally on top of the world. We'll be right back. From Greenwich to Groton, Massapequa to Montauk, and everywhere in between, the WSHU podcast, After All Things, has got you covered with all the latest news from the Connecticut, New York region in less than 15 minutes. Hosted by me, Sabrina Garone. So from Fire Island to Fairfield and West Hampton to Westport, listen to After All Things weekday evenings wherever you get your podcasts. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. Benton Mackay was a big dreamer. Sometimes, in fact, most of the time, his thoughts got ahead of what he was able to actually call into reality. And he would, you know, frustrate his allies a little bit in that way. Phil Daneri wrote a history of the Appalachian Trail. He says Benton Mackay graduated from Harvard's first class of forestry, making him one of the country's first foresters. He was also a socialist and a nonconformist. Mackay was a restless thinker, philosopher, agitator in the fields of natural resources, human settlement, and how they joined up together. He was the kind of person who was always thinking bigger thoughts, more complex thoughts, and they all had to do with how should society be arranged. Mackay said in a letter to the Appalachian Trail Committee that the idea for the trail may well have originated with his profound experience on top of Stratton Mountain in 1900. But Daenerys says it's reasonable to conclude Stratton Mountain isn't the whole story. The lore of almost any invention or creation is finding that one point in time and usually that one person that it came from. And while those make convenient stories to tell and fun and interesting stories to tell, they usually mask a more complicated reality. The complicated reality here is about Benton Mackay's wife, Jessie Bell Hardy Stubbs Mackay. She was a socialist and a progressive like her husband. 
She was an important walker in her own right. But she walked for women's suffrage. Because one of the actions that women took to argue for the right to vote was to stage these long-distance walks. And if the rhetoric and the ideas of the time were, well, women are not equal to men, they're not as physically sturdy as men, these long-distance walks over several days would really physically, in, in a way you couldn't argue with, demonstrate that that was a, a bogus idea. They were called the suffragette hikes. They had a wide range of reactions. Tiffany Lewis is a professor at Baruch College. Some people would see them and cheer them on. Some people would tell them to go home and go back to their husbands and tell them that they shouldn't be out, that they needed to be back taking care of their children. Lewis has a list of every suffragette who took part in the hikes. On one, she found the name Jessie Bell Hardy Stubbs. She hadn't married Mackay yet. She took part in one long trek from New York City to Albany. Newspaper reporters followed the women on their journey. They would stop in a town and there would be an event and they would give some speeches and there might be a party or a dance or a go speak at a theater. And then they would all find somewhere to stay overnight and then they would get up the next day and walk and do it again. Lewis reads me one of the newspaper clippings. December 22nd, 1912, the Pittsburgh Gazette Times the headline was, Mrs. Stubbs is trained, daughter of Pittsburgher prepared for hike to Albany. Mrs. Stubbs is of an athletic build and finds the present tramp to Albany not one of unusual hardship, being in training for it through her love of outdoor exercise. But Jessie Bell Hardy Stubbs Mackay also struggled with severe anxiety. She and her husband were living in New York City when she had a mental health crisis. Benton Mackay thought she'd feel better out in nature. He planned a trip to the country, but while he was buying train tickets, she disappeared from Grand Central Station. Her body was found later that day in the East River. Mackay was heartbroken. He went to stay with a friend in the mountains of New Jersey, and it was there he first proposed the Appalachian Trail. Phil Denieri says Mackay was thinking about how cities tend to start in the valleys, and worried they'd spread into the mountains. If the valleys are where we live and where our industry is, then the mountaintops ought to be where we create a barrier of protection. We keep the cities from getting too far extended. So he cooks up this idea for big, wide nature preserves that run you know, on either side of the ridgeline of the Appalachian Mountains from Georgia all the way to Maine. The center line would be a trail that runs over the highest ground available, that runs you know, from peak to peak. And Mackay also said people in mental health crises could benefit from spending time in nature. Here's a reading from his proposal. Let us assume the existence of a giant standing high on the skyline along these mountain ridges, his head just scraping the floating clouds. What would he see from this skyline as he strode along its length from north to south? The skyline along the top of the main divides and ridges of the Appalachians would overlook a mighty part of the nation's activities. The rugged lands of this skyline would form a camping base strategic in the country's work and play. And Mackay also said the trail could be a good place for people struggling with their mental health. Many of these sufferers could be cured, but not merely by treatment. They need comprehensive provision made for them. They need acres, not medicine. 
a lot of research suggests that Benton Mackay might have been onto something, as does anyone whose mood has been lifted by a long hike in the woods. I met hiker Daniel Halleck at the top of Stratton Mountain. We looked out at the view that inspired Benton Mackay to one day propose a connected landscape. She spent 10 days last year on the Long Trail in Vermont, the predecessor to the Appalachian Trail. Well, you have so much time to reflect so many thoughts to yourself, to think about your life, your memories, where you've come this far. But also you get these realizations about what you're capable of. Of First, you don't think you can do it. You think your feet hurt so much. You think your legs are ruined. You think you've destroyed your knees. And then you drink a lot of water. You eat a good amount of food. You get some sleep. And then the next day, all of a sudden, you realize you can do more. Like you're capable of doing more. And you start doing it. And you can feel yourself getting stronger. And that's a realization Benton Mackay would have admired. My summer road trip to Upper New England continues on the next episode of Off the Path. I leave Vermont and head to New Hampshire, where one town's main attraction is a rock. I'm Davis Donovan.